Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Subculture. And overall, overall bad ass. Welcome, Welcome to Kettle, to Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio. With your hosts, your hosts Dave, Dave and Sean. And Sean. Radio. I'm Dave. And welcome, iHeartRadio listeners as well. Welcome to the fold. Tonight, I will be joined with my special guest co-host, Lucy Leitner, splatterpunk horror fiction author. And we will be interviewing who better. First of all, who better anyway. But it's Valentine's season. And we're bringing you the best Valentine we could possibly bring you. Mr. Dick Valentine of of the Electric Six. And we interviewed him before, and it was hilarious. This one's even better, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking by. And enjoy. Electric Six's greatest hits and how we see it. Fire the disco! Fire in the Taco Bell! Fire the disco!
desire Don't you know how we keep starting fires It's my desire It's my desire Danger, danger Half-emptish We may touch We may kiss Danger, danger High voltage We may touch We may kiss We may touch Danger, danger Electric Six, High Voltage. That is the re-re-recording, as they put it. Um, it's remixed, and it's on their latest, which is Streets of Gold, and it's a cover album. Can you believe that? They're doing. They did a cover album right when myself and my guest co-host Lucy Leitner are about to do our own version of Electric Six's greatest hits. Lucy, how the hell are you? I am fantastic. How have you been? Uh, well, this is funny. I have COVID. <laughs> oh, no. But you sound okay. Thank so... you. It's my last day of quarantine. Yeah, man. Um, something to be said about vaccines. I had the Moderna and I had the Moderna uh, booster. And I literally had a runny nose for two days and a scratchy throat for half a day. That's it. Wow. That right. sounds that sounds pretty not bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of convinced that, yeah, these things will lessen the blow. But, hey, yeah. I'm not going to get political on your asses out there. I'm going to talk with Lucy, and we're going to have a very special guest coming on. What better way to have a greatest hit show, other than having the source of those greatest hits <laughs> on with us? Dick Valentine will be joining us shortly uh, through Zoom, hopefully. Right, Lucy? Yeah. Yeah, we prefer <laughs> it's not Skype. hopefully on Dick Valentine. That's hopefully that Zoom holds up. Ex exactly. <laughs> Dick, Dick will hold up. He, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> Um, but yes, he, he, he's been on these airways before, and uh, last time I interviewed him and his child, uh, who he was feeding. I think you had the liberty of listening to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but we're doing a greatest hit show of Electric Six. It's way overdue. 14 studio albums, and uh, they have a greatest hits out. So it's our version of, not greatest hits, I'm sorry, cover tunes. They do have a greatest hits, kind of, a uh, couple CDs back. Um, he'll, I'll have him talk about it. But this is our version. Um, how about you, Lucy? What are some of your favorite songs, or you want to name one right now that we should play right away? Well, I mean, High Voltage is how, how I got into Electric Six. I was a 20-year-old college student back in 2004, and 
hope he doesn't listen to this part, but I like downloaded Ill- illegally off a of LimeWire or something like that and <laughs> found them there. So that was going to be one of mine, but I'm going to go with Big Red Arthur for my first one. <laughs> and I'm going to let you ask him all about that Christmas. <laughs> Is it a Christmas song? I- I'm not sure. All right, here we go. Let's let's go with Big Red Arthur. That goes that goes back some. Yeah, 2015, Bitch Don't Let Me Die. There you go. All right, Big Red Arthur, folks. And we're going to make sure Lucy remembers to ask him exactly what this song is about. I think we know. But anyway, all right, thanks for listening. Hark, this is the night Where Big Red Arthur tries to make it right And I, I was a child I couldn't read, but I could see. And this is where Big Red Arthur slides down the chimney and lands on spikes. He lands on spikes. He lands on spikes. He will never, ever see Christmas. Every single one of those businessmen who dine on their boy gods and night Drop drawers and count to ten With a finger in your mouth You bite Sometimes you watch the news And you see terrible things Sometimes you've got to choose Which could the hideous world Boxing Day Mum and Dad Explain the least thing It's all so sad Lies More of the same And the gifts that we were promised never came So I I walked into town Through rocks and windows And passed the time I passed the time I passed the time And I shall always never forget this Chill upon my neck takes form As a bird made out of fire and snakes And he gives me the strangest peck He says, let's go out for tea and cake Sometimes you roll the dice Sometimes the dice roll you Christmas can be so nice But it can be awful too And somewhere out there There's another big red author up his body to go down the field. <laughs> okay, back again. Well, yes, that was Big Red Arthur, and that is one of our picks for greatest hits. That's one of Lucy's picks for greatest hits. Uh, so, Lucy, what the heck have you been up to? Um, watching any horror, writing, reading? What's up? Yeah, I've actually been doing a lot of reading. I've been, I, I've 
I'm on a roll. I've read like four <laughs> books in January. That never happens. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah, all over the place too. I read Mark Twain. I read uh, Gillian Flynn. I read a whole book on, uh, I read Killers of the Flower Moon, which is going to be a movie soon. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and yourself, uh, I, I put something on our on the. Uh, if you go to our uh, our page on Facebook, Kettle Whistle Radio, folks, you can see you had some kind of release uh, with a was it an anthology with other authors or a comic book. Yeah, it is. It's an anthology with other authors. It's called Welcome to the Splatter Club Two. It's basically like a splatterpunk horror anthology. I have a story in there, super short. I think it's like five pages in the anthology. It's basically about like a group of friends are at a bar. Our narrator goes into the bathroom. She comes out and her friends have somehow inexplicably transformed into their horrible, horrible social media personas. And which of course just ends in a bloodbath at the <laughs> bar. <laughs> I'm sure in five pages you can get it all through. I know I have yeah. faith in you. Like like that uh i'll tell you what i've uh, been watching a lot of horror i've started getting back into reading but this uh, a little twist here. i get into anime too that arcane series on netflix is unbelievable the animation is just unbelievably cutting edge i don't know if you're into anime at all so the i have i've watched like two anime things ever okay and it's so i'm on because i wouldn't even know that that exists because of the suggestion engines you know like it right just, it doesn't suggest that to me, so that that's cool. Is it, it's a horror anime. Arcane is it's just um, it goes along the lines of splatterpunk, really. Uh, I don't want to give away too much. It's just the animation alone will pull you in, and I think you'll like it. Um, oh. It's very much it's better than most uh, live action dramas. It's that good. <laughs> There's only nine episodes on Netflix, but cutting edge technology on this thing. I didn't want to like it. And after the third episode, it just kind of pulls you in, and it's really good. And it's violent as all hell, so you'll enjoy it. Um, yep. As far as movies, I went back and watched a weird one called Rare Exports, A Christmas oh, Tale. I love Rare Exports. I saw that <laughs> in theaters when that came out. Way to go, man. I didn't know it hit our theater. That's a Finnish-made film. Yeah, yeah. I saw it at, uh, I think, the E Street Theaters in D.C., which shows, like, the only other time I've been there, I saw the... Um, Nick Cave documentary, so oh, it shows wow. a lot of weird stuff there. Nice. You have to tell us about the Nick Cave documentary. That would be a whole nother show. But, yeah. yeah. So apparently uh, th this is like a, a, a archaeological dig basically digs up a frozen Krampus, a giant frozen yeah. Krampus. And <laughs> these guys set out to destroy it uh, while kids are disappearing and there are elves. Um, <laughs> it's the most bizarre horror Christmas film and I love Krampus the uh, but this is out there man it is you, I just I love the part with the little kid like huh. wearing his hockey gear to protect him like that was his like armor was was like a hockey uniform it, it actually <laughs> kind of made like, most like finished thing possible <laughs> this is hilarious it made some archaic sense actually <laughs> the kid was so damn serious too i don't know i, I whatever uh, that was interesting now on the more serious horror during the, the holidays advent calendar uh by patrick ridgemont ridgemont starring eugenie durowand durowand uh french um i did contact her um and she speaks perfect english in the film i don't know if she could speak english outside i asked her for an interview we'll see what happens she's lovely Advent calendar. Okay, it's uh, I got it off a of shutter. Um, it's a hand well about a handy, capable young woman who receives an advent calendar as a gift. But the calendar itself was created by a demon, so you can imagine what those 
advents will be. <laughs> and it's it's good. It was good. She's amazing to watch. So I, I recommend Advent Calendar. That was a good one. But yeah, that's uh. And then there's this other weird one too called Death December that came out in 2020. Uh-huh. 24 short films, 24 deaths in 24 days uh, from multiple directors from around the world. I'm only halfway through it, and I'm impressed. So far, it's one of the better anthologies I've watched. Oh, cool. Yeah, give it a shot. Give it a shot. Is that on Shutter as well? Uh, Death December. I think I came across that on, oh boy, Prime, I think. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I think that's a Prime rental, actually. Okay. Yeah, it's it's last year. Anyway, well, how about you? Any other horror movies or horror happenings? I've been watching uh, Nosferatu. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, Joe Hill. I read a book several years ago, which I loved. And I do, I mean, they obviously take tons of liberties, stretching it out, you know, really adding a lot more characters and everything for mm-hmm. the show. But um, yeah, I really like it. I think I'm on the, uh, just watched the like penultimate episode of the first season. So okay. getting close to that, I watch it with my sister and a friend of mine um, over Facebook Messenger. That we're all in different cities every week. So it's really slow going. <laughs> oh, I get it. I totally understand. I mean, it's really good that you're not in studio. And of course, Captain Sexy isn't here. He hasn't been for a while because of this COVID thing. Yeah. And uh, it ends up, I end up getting it uh, three yeah. years into it. I get the damn thing. But of course. yeah, so I, you know, eventually we'll have you in studio as well. Yeah. But yeah, so that. Um, Oh, where were we with that? I just totally strayed talking about COVID. But um, yeah, so horror movies. Uh, where were you going with it? I'm sorry. I just cut you off. That was the only thing I've really, I've really watched. I haven't been watching a lot of movies. I've got um, Last Night in Soho. I want to watch this week. Rent, Ooh, that, yeah. on, rent that on Prime. I've I was, I been really curious about that. I wanted to see Nightmare Alley, but it was out of the theaters by the time I could go. And then my brother wound up giving me the book that oh, is nice. based for Hanukkah. So now I want to read the book first before I see it. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm a firm believer in, in reading the book before. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes you can go back after and realize sometimes the books aren't as good as these screenplays that have been coming out. It, yeah. it does happen. Um, not in the case of Joe Hill, I'd say. I, I love his books yeah. uh, better. Um, so Nosferatu book, you, you, you actually do approve of that book? Oh, yeah, 100%. That and cool. Heart-Shaped Box, I loved that. Yes, Heart-Shaped Box. We'll talk about that, too. Oh, that's a good one. That has to be made a movie. I um, hope so. We've had this talk before. I don't know if I had it with you, but I always picture um, an Axl Rose type, uh, a young Greg Allman in that role. I don't know. Who did you picture when you were reading that? Um, I'm not really sure. I mean, I read it when it came out, so uh-huh. I would to say it's, that was probably, what, like 2007 or something? Okay. I read a long time ago, so I, I mean, I remember surprisingly a lot of it. I remember, like, the coat and everything, but, yeah, I don't don't remember visually that much. I wonder who he had in mind, because he was, at the time, Joe was, he was listening to a lot of grunge, he was listening to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Uh, I wonder who he had in mind during that. I I see a young Greg Allman for some reason, or, like I said, Axl Rose, same thing. (laughs) Same (laughs) thing. Uh, Yes, but uh, let's see, folks. Also, too, I want to throw this out there, because you probably, if you guys listened to the last episode with uh, Margarita Monet, we did a DJ session. She brought some music with her. I brought some. I played Whispers by Jess Weary. Um, And her stuff, it kind of got... People were taken aback because they had never heard of her. She's an independent artist. And if you go to celebrationofspirits.com, her music is there. And on Facebook, Celebration of Spirits um, as well. It's for artists, music, crafts, comics, books. Uh, And and Jess Weary 
created the this for all of us actually so that's, that's something for you guys to uh, check out sometime and if you like her music margarita monet of edge of paradise enjoyed whispers which we played last time for you um good stuff good music coming away and uh let's get back into our music here um i know it's my turn mm-hmm. uh we got dick valentine coming on from electric six once again and we are playing his greatest hits unofficially officially here on kettle whistle radio I'm going to say improper dancing is a favorite of mine simply because uh, the what it <laughs> there's been some homemade videos out there but just the idea of what it incites and it, it, it's <laughs> and it's totally um very uh, you know just a spoof of 80s videos and 90s in the song itself I don't know that they actually spoof a- anything uh, just a matter of how these videos, just people just start breaking out dancing in the middle of the street. <laughs> you know? And like the whole time you're thinking, what if a car was like coming by? You know, they're doing this like in New York City, downtown Philly, L.A. Like you can't improper dancing. You just can't do it in these places. And I, I'm trying to I'm hoping that was his perspective when he created this song. <laughs> I mean, honestly, just listening to the lyrics alone. I mean, I hear you chuckling, and it's like I laugh every time I hear it. somebody call the chief of police. <laughs> like, <laughs> so great. It's, I, I can't get. In. I wish he was here right now, but uh, we'll, we'll get some of him too. But, all right, improper dancing off of fire, and we'll be right back with Lucy Lightner pretty soon. Dick Valentine. Reach into the fire 
All right, fiends, thanks for listening. Here with Lucy Leitner doing the Electric Six greatest hits as seen by us. <laughs> it's a very important show. Very important, folks, that you <laughs> make your own decisions. <laughs> anyway. I love it, too, because I love that you're calling it greatest hits, not like our top nine songs. <laughs> no, greatest, greatest hits according to my iTunes library. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And it's good. Oh, I'm going to get all kinds of flack for that. What do you mean? They already had an album. That's the whole point. This is the, this is the man we're dealing with when he, when he comes on. And, and if you already know who we're talking about, you already know. I mean, just he would have somebody else comp- comp- comprise his own greatest hits before he like did it himself. <laughs> it's his sense of humor, and this is not his idea. I, I, his idea was actually to—he was enticed to come on. I think just by the premise. Anyway, so what else is going on with you? You're healthy, COVID-free. Yeah, yeah. As, as far as I know, I mean, I, I'm. A lot of, it seems like everyone else is getting it, but but not me. So at least I think. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, what can I tell you? Yeah. What else you been doing? Uh, I've been working on a lot of lot of different writing projects, uh, and I've got one coming out actually tomorrow. Um, oh wow! Well, tomorrow from the day of recording, so February first, I've got my third installment of my ridiculous. Um, a lush butcher kind of superhero, um, complete like lunatic with robotic legs who uh, likes to kill drunk people in <laughs> Pittsburgh, and she does it to keep the streets safe because she doesn't want them to get into her car. She takes orders from God, who speaks to her in a Yinzer accent through inanimate objects, and she just pretty much goes on massacre. She's also a complete idiot. So, I mean, obviously, but yeah. So it's a third installment, short stories. I think they want to be wind up like eighteen pages, and they sell for fifty cents at Godless.com. Uh, which is like a indie horror e-commerce platform and so yeah that's coming out tomorrow very cool wow it does explain where a lot of my friends are disappearing to these days (laughs) and just to uh i should we should explain yinzer that's a very pittsburgh thing folks uh it's getting more out there these days it really is uh but yeah yins as as opposed to say long island you guys uh, you say Mm -hmm. yins here and yinzer is somebody that speaks that way Am I correct? Uh-huh. <laughs> Something like that. There are many other words and 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 phrases and strange, <laughs> strange ways of talking, strange nicknames for things. And neither one of us is from here, actually. You're from Virginia, right? Yeah. 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 I'm from Long Island, New York, myself. Yeah. But yeah, so we're not officially Yinzers, but we know <laughs> we we can cite we can well I don't know we we know them when we see them. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> and so do you. Thanks to Kevin Smith, he has uh, made that clear in uh, <laughs> that uh, what was that uh, Zach and Muri movie? And <laughs> <laughs> that Pittsburgh Steelers fan walks into the subway or whatever it was. Oh, that's right, the really drunk guy and all yes. of his Steelers gear. That could be a Yinzer, folks. It can be. It can be uh, in, in, on the spectrum of. <laughs> yes. All right. So, hey, speaking of spectrums, uh, Electric Six. Uh, Time for you to, why don't you give us another one of uh, your top favorites, greatest hits of Electric Six. Okay, so this one was tough because I definitely wanted to put something on from How Dare You because that's my favorite oh, yeah. album. That's so great. Okay. Yeah, I love that one. That one's so good. And I was, there was a couple different ones, like Dark, it was between Dark Politics, Arrive Alive, and The Hotel Mary Chang. <laughs> 
Uh, those three are also fantastic. But there's just this one line in the Hotel Mary Chang that I just think is so funny. It's kind of along the lines of why I love like my third pick so much. But um, yeah, I was I, Hotel Mary Chang is the one that won from those three. That is so great. Okay, all right, I love that. And just, there is always one thing in a song. There's always one thing in their songs that grabs you, and you're saying it all day. Yeah. You know uh, what? What is it in this song? It's it's like it's it's such a big like you know almost dramatic like dark song, and it's you know this creepy hotel that he's checking into, and then all of a sudden there's this line where it's like, "Why am I checking in here?" And it's because I accumulated points and got a deal. <laughs> Yes. It's wonderful. (laughs) It's so true. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get into Hotel Mary Chang. And uh, we'll be back with our guests. All right. I'm here with Lucy Leitner, splatterpunk author and horror author in Electric Six um, Professional. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. And we'll return with our guests. serpents and vipers while driving through a shitstorm with faulty wipers.
Harry Means, the voice of Frylock, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Hmm. Well, fiends, as promised, I've got Mr. Dick Valentine of Electric 6 on the line once again. He is currently Googling my guest co-host, Lucy Leitner. Any luck with that? Oh, uh, no, I haven't started yet. I'm moving at a slower pace, but I'm going I'm to try, try and pull up a, a, a browser here. I'm going to delete the, uh, the one that I have going here, and then I'm going to go ahead and type G. Oh, oh, and there it is. And uh, it was Lucy Geithner. Leitner, L-E-I. Lucy Leitner. L-E-I. Oh, wow, this is weird. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's an author. She's an American author. Yeah. And uh, you can go to LucyLeitner.com, and you can can, can, uh, pre-order Outrage, level 10. And then... uh, (laughs) And, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do that on Necro Publications. <laughs> you, you won't be disappointed. Uh, yeah. That, okay. Necro Publications. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, I'm, I'm already enjoying this. Uh, thank, thanks. Thanks for. Oh, good. For good. Bright, good. Bright. Uh, thanks for. Thanks for Lucy lightning my day. You got it, man. I actually, you could thank her yourself. I think she's here with us. Lucy, are you here with us? Yeah, no joke, Lucy. Um, we we took liberties with your website. <laughs> he's already uh, he's already impressed, and you're his type of person. Well, that sounds fantastic. Lucy Leitner, meet Dick Valentine. Dick Valentine, meet Lucy Leitner. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet all of you. Hey. Yeah, you as well. And not the first okay. time. He just always forgets. But uh, hey. We've got your Valentine's Day right here, folks. Dick Valentine of Electric Six, long time, no talk, although it's been about two years. Last time you had your child on and you were feeding your child, and it was a great show. Um, And now you're meeting Splatterpunk author Lucy Leitner, fan of yours and my guest co-host. And uh, Streets of Gold is your latest, and it is a cover album. Yeah, it is. Uh, We were uh, were approached by Cleopatra Records after we did a cover of eye in the sky by uh, alan parsons project for a yacht rock compilation they were doing and no they, way <laughs> and they uh they were like wow we like the sound of this so why don't you guys give us a whole album of covers um they have i guess skills at placing cover versions into movies and television that's that's their end game so they were like we don't care what 12 songs you do just pick 12 songs <laughs> and we're going to try and get them into movies and television uh for you and for you know for the artists that originally wrote them and so that was kind of the, the idea. It wasn't about, um, you know, it wasn't about an artistic vision for us. It wasn't like we sat down and said, oh, wow, we're going through a midlife crisis. We need to put out a covers album. There was a strategy behind it. Um, and what I love about it is that they are just 12 completely random covers that, uh, you know, each person picked like two songs and then we had an album and there's no like relation, no common thread. And it's just funny to me. It's just, Here's an album. Here's some songs. Here's some music. And then, uh, and then people take it seriously and, and, and buy it. Yeah, man. Well, it's great. I wanted to start off with "Don't Change" by NXS. That's an amazing version. Yeah, thanks. I uh, I, I feel uh, you know I was I was I was on the NXS train uh, when I was a, a small kid. I saw them uh, open up for Men at Work. Uh, oh wow. They were like kind of they were on their way up, 
like you know it was like the Shabu Shabbat tour for them, but they were supporting Men at Work, and I was all excited because I you know I, MTV told told me who they were, yeah. and uh, uh, it, it turns out I have the same birth date as Michael Hutchins, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a so there's 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 a uh, there's an affinity there. I, I think they're an amazing band. Well, I'm sure Lucy's got a, a few things that she's just dying to ask. Uh, you got something for him right now? Yeah. Um, first of all, I just want to say, I uh, when I listened to Streets of Gold, I didn't even realize it was a cover album until I got the <laughs> Fleetwood Mac cover, <laughs> and then didn't, and then failed to realize it. I was like, oh, there's one cover. Listened to several other songs, then got to Alice Cooper and then Kiss, and I, then I figured out, I was like, oh, this is all covers. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's a great discovery. Uh, yeah, you know, the, 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 I don't know what to say about any of that. The great thing about doing this as long as we have is I, I literally don't care anymore. I mean, I really don't. So it's uh, whatever whatever anyone wants to think about any of it is fine by me. Well, um, like Strutter is one of my favorite Kiss songs, so I really enjoyed it. And that's one of the songs we did, correct? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't care. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you don't care that we're doing your unofficial official greatest hits and invited you here for it. Um, I don't know if that's what enticed you to be here. Uh, if you had a greatest hits, what song would lead it off? Uh, you were just relentless, and I, you know, I was, yes. I was trying to, sh- I was trying to shake you, and, and you, I mean, you're like you have that, you have that nice combination of like you know you mean well and you seem like a nice guy, and you were just uh, relentless enough that I was just like let's just get this over with. That's the only way to get rid. Of it. That's the only way to get rid of it. But yeah, I mean. I, 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 I just I want to be left alone. Okay. You got it, man. <laughs> so again, what would be one of your greatest hits from your, your catalog? From the Electric Six catalog? Yeah, if you had one right uh, now. Uh, you know, I, you know I, I, I look back, I, the two that stand out to me, I think, are uh, uh, Jimmy Carter and yes. When I Get to the Green Building. I think those, those two really, really stand out as like, um, you know, songs like really great songs songs that we were trying you know you're trying to achieve something and those those really hit the, the nail on the head um you know for me personally like you know i, I think those those are songs like everyone can get behind who's into the band um you know i think synthesizer 2 is up there as well yeah, yeah. Uh, uh but for me personally i look at uh, i like a song like psychic visions i like um uh, my favorite that uh these days is routine cocooning it's off of uh, um uh, how dare you we've yeah. never played it live um so Things like the Hotel Mary Chang, uh, you know, oh, wow. to me, those, those are songs that I really like. Uh, but, you know, I, we've done so much, um, you know, it's, it's tough to, uh, you know, it's, it's tough to assess any of it. Well, the Hotel Mary Chang was one of Lucy's picks, actually, um, believe it or not. So no, that's great. Yeah. And we, we are we are really, really close to having a new album done. Uh, it's, it's, it's I'm listening to, you know, uh, not final mixes, but like kind of close to final mixes now and. Um, we're, we've done it. I think it's a combination of just the um, we were sort of taking a break anyway, and then then COVID hit, and then you know uh, we're all starting to have kids, and it's just uh, we work at a much slower pace now, which is fine by me. That's cool. Glad to hear it, and uh, I'm sure Lucy's glad to hear because uh, How Dare You is actually her favorite album. Yeah, thank you. I, that's a, that's a fun one. Um, you know, it's uh, I like them all. I, I, when, whenever we pick set lists, um, you know, I'm not too particular about it. Just, as long as everybody's having a good time, that's all I care about. All right, cool. Uh, well, well, I go back and play Jimmy Carter. Yeah, go ahead, play Jimmy Carter. We'll play Jimmy Carter. All right, that is your pick. We'll come back, and Lucy will tell you how much she likes. How dare you? And thanks for listening, folks. And now, we're, did, did, oh, did you hear? I, I read recently that I guess when he was when he was in the Navy, he literally got lowered into like a 
a Canadian nuclear reactor to like like you know stop the the nuclear meltdown from happening. You know, like that's what like Jimmy Carter did that while he was in the Navy. Like he he like shut down a, a Canadian nuclear reactor that was about and he saved Canada oh my or something God. like something to that degree. Wow, um, how did South Park not get that script yet? But it's just you know it's a, it's just example number billion of like you know like you look at like your aunt, your uncle with a mustache you know just like Jimmy Carter fuck Jimmy Carter you know, like, <laughs> you know but he actually lo- he actually got lowered into a nuclear reactor um, so I, I I'm, I'm not uh, you know wh- whoever your uncle with a mus- mustache supports uh, politically I'm, I'm not sure that person has ever done something like that uncle with a mustache yeah. that, why is that true oh my god yeah Lucy you got uh, an uncle yeah but... you got a crazy uncle with a mustache. Yeah, you both do. You live in Pittsburgh, so I, it's a... <laughs> we just had that discussion, too. Neither one of us is from here. <laughs> oh, and, that, and that's great. I'm, I'm, uh, see, I actually was born there, so like, yeah. I moved away. It's, it's nice to hear that people Move. move there. I mean, it's a great, it's a, it's a great spot. It really is. I, I, think it's, uh, I think it's a fantastic city. We're here. We're here. All right, folks, Jimmy Carter. Like Jimmy Carter, like electric underwear Like any idea that never had a chance to go anywhere This is who you are A celebrity who drives off a bridge in a car Your beautiful body filling up with water Carrie Truman dropping bombs out of the air Like any self-respecting multi-billionaire This is who you are Five dancing teenage boys Who sing their way into our hearts Back streets back There's a toxic cloud hanging over her And there's white noise on the screen And there's a man in a hotel room Assaulting a maid who just came to clean up the mess Back streets back, alright Back streets back, all right. 
back in, and that was Jimmy Carter. We've got Dick Valentine and Lucy Leitner on the back burner, and she has a question for our guest. So, one of my favorite, I was, I had a toss-up between Arrive Alive, Hotel Mary Chang, and Dark Politics from How Dare You, that I was going to put as my top song. Settle on Hotel Mary Chang, because really the tiebreaker was that one line of, why are you checking in here, because I accumulated points and got a deal. And I just love it, because it just made me laugh in the middle of that song. Um, that's like in, my number one song has a similar line to it, and I just wanted to ask about, like, you know, putting in lines like this that are almost like, like, I don't know, pop culture type references in the middle of songs. I don't see another, a lot of bands that do that. So I, I just wanted to ask about that. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back you up there because that reminds me of something. Because uh, uh, the back, you know, we have, we have, we, we don't have like millions of people who are rabid about our band, but there's like a, there's like a, you know, we call them the crazies, people like all over the world who just like read way too much into what we do. And, uh, you know, there's, I mean, we know, we know who a lot of them are and they spend, they spend hours, decades, you know, analyzing electric six. Like, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Oh, they're making a big mistake doing this, etc. Um, and I, and I think it's funny that these people exist. And then like the actual people in the band, there's a couple great examples. And one of them is, is that line you referenced our, um, our bass player, Matt Tompkins, you know, he's been in the band like seven, eight years and, you know, he's a great guy. And, you know, and, and we were, we were doing, when we were doing hotel, Mary Chang, we were running over it in soundcheck and, and, uh, you know, they wanted me to just sing the vocals, you know, that the sound people did just to get levels and stuff. And I sang that line and, he, you know, he's been playing the song for like, you know, he's been in the band for eight years. He's been playing the song forever. He goes, wait, those are the lyrics. <laughs> he's like, that's great. <laughs> he's like, wait, you said accumulated point. That's, that's hilarious. And it, like, I, to me, that's the best. Like, I, I love it. And then, and then there was another, another, like we our drummer, longtime drummer, Mike Alonzo, percussion world, you know, he was in the band 10, 11 years. And, you know, we were doing Kickstarters where people could, um, pick the encore, like you choose a four song encore for us. And somebody picked the song, uh, unnatural beauty off of Mustang. You know, it's like mm -hmm. track 11 out of 15 or something. You know, it's kind of buried in the sequence and we're run, you know, like, okay guys, we're doing uh, this, we're doing that. And he, and he goes, what's unnatural beauty. <laughs> like, like, you've been in the band eight years. And like, you have no idea. <laughs> I love it. You play, you play, you play drums on it. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, I, that's what I like. And, and to me, I, I'm very comfortable with that. Like, that, that um, you know, it, it would be it would be weirder if everyone in the band was like obsessed with Electric Six, which we're totally not. <laughs> it shows, it shows, yeah. it, it's what makes it um unnatural. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I believe I believe so. But uh, um, yeah, the, the, the yeah, I, I'm I'm proud of that lyric too. So thank you. I I have to admit I, I gotta admit I when I was talking to you annoying you apparently um, I mentioned you you said your wife makes your costumes for you or has made your costumes for you in the past and I I, I brought oh you mean so she makes your capes you're like I've never worn a cape and you you did <laughs> it's showtime oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. showtime no, I you, okay I, I, I didn't I didn't know you were talking about those capes yeah yeah I, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did a long time ago yeah it was great no I love yeah. that um, I, I hit thought you, I thought you, I thought you meant like currently like I go down to the mall and <laughs> cape you know like, like like one of those people yeah there is a picture of you on the street with a cape <laughs> oh yeah okay my bad i, I thought i thought you were talking about like you know you, you know what i mean like yeah. you know, the short hills mall in a cape and like you know hang out all day <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> no but i did see uh you wear the cape during the showtime during that that tour actually at mr smalls in pittsburgh hey i hit up the electric six website and the first thing that pops up there is uh yomo be there michael mcdonald uh that's off of streets of gold Sure. And that's the first thing you uh, see on the website, that video, which is hysterical. Yeah, so um, 
that was entirely um, so the, you know the, the Cleopatra Records was like, oh, well, we we have a little budget for you guys to do a video. We'd really like you to do a video, and um, you know you can pick any song, doesn't matter. Just let's, let's let's give you X amount of money. You can do a video, and I was you know like I don't want to do a video. I don't want to you know I got other stuff I can be doing right now. And so um, yeah, we're sent out the email. Anyone have any ideas? Everyone's like, nope, I don't have any ideas. Nope, don't have any ideas. And, and so I was like, I, I do have an idea. Uh, I had this idea in, in, in my head for a solo song I was working on about, uh, it was called licking fees. You know, you, you come to see me, you pay licking fees or something like that. And it was an idea of like, all, you know, basically I just, I'm just sitting there at a booth and there's like women lined up around the block to, to lick me, you know, and, th- and that was the only <laughs> video idea I had. So I was like, okay, we'll, we'll kind of, kind of use that idea towards whatever we're doing and like so we're looking at all the songs like what would be what song just works works the least well with that and i was like oh you, we gotta do that for yamo be there it makes no sense whatsoever it's gonna be the worst video ever made let's do it and uh that that was it and so like we put it out there and like <laughs> uh, there were a couple of the crazies who were just like i just don't understand why they went with this as their lead single and, uh, and i'm like i'm like like that's exactly why. <laughs> that's exactly why. I'm why do they because question we, the fact that they yeah. question? You, you, you set, you got your goal. You, you achieved your goal. Lucy, have you seen the video yet? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay, now, you got really you have homework. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, Dick is sitting there like Dick the Dalek. Uh, it looks like a scene out of the Menagerie from Star Trek when they eventually get to Dick in the video. Um, who's the, who's the brave and lucky lady in the video? Oh, um, she. Um... Uh, her name's Kelly. She's just a, uh, uh, like a, a friend of um, Megan, uh, uh, the White Wolf's wife. Um, okay. And they, they're, they're, I think they're, they're yoga friends in some capacity. Uh, she was she was great. She knocked it out of the park. All right. Uh, so she so she's uh, she's a friend of the band um, and uh, and you know from the Detroit area and, and yeah she did great. Well, we're gonna go into one of my picks right now, and we're gonna take a second to think about his next song that goes on the Greatest Hits album that is hypothetical because you kind of already had one, but. For Kettle Whistle Radio purposes, think of your next song. I'm going to play Infected Girls right now because it's one of my favorites. just kind of makes my hip shake and uh, everything else quake. And we'll get right back with Dick Valentine. And Lucy Leitner, thanks for being here. I am Theo from Morgenstern, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. I'm not afraid of the dark, but you should be. There are things that dwell here in the dark. Things best left unseen. With the initial smoke clear from the fall of tomorrow, the blood now flows even thicker with dwelling in the dark. Eleven stories. All bits of the same mysterious puzzle. Fitting together with horrific parallels to its predecessor. Get ready for new, truly terrifying tales set in the broken world from the fall of tomorrow. Take a closer look at what's now dwelling in the dark. If you dare. Available on Amazon in traditional print and ebook. Get your copy today. Visit www.fairlydarkproductions.com for more info on the author and his work. I rode a six wave and watched a bunch of storm. A script of 
that was infected girls check out the video because it's hilarious and pretty as well um, that's one of my favorites in later years if you want to call that off of Switzerland uh, Lucy you, you like infected girls right as in the song <laughs> I don't even think I have that album it's Switzerland oh man I that one. okay you need that one put that yeah, yeah right. more well, homework yeah, more homework. More homework for you. Yeah. All right, Mr. Yeah. Valentine. Um, well, I'm sure you like that song, but what would be your next pick for the greatest hits album, hypothetically, on Kettle Whistle Radio right now? From Electric Six? Yeah, you guys, preferably. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I, I would go with... Um, I really like the last two songs off Flashy, um, Transatlantic Flight and Making Progress. <laughs> I'm, making pro I'm making progress in my head quite a bit. Like, I, I just walk around and... Um, you know that that one stays with me. I, I like those lyrics a lot. If, we've never done it live. I, I've always wanted to do like a gospel uh, rendition, you know, version of it. I think there's a lot of a lot of a lot of approaches you could go with a song like that. So I'd pick those two. And Transatlantic Flight's just a lot of fun. It's a, like I wrote that a long time ago, and then you know, kind of had it laying around for for flashy. So um, I think I actually wrote it in like 1997, 98, and then came out 10 years later. Very cool. All right. Well, we can play them back to back. That's up to you. This is your show. So. I will gladly do that. Uh, where do they come from? Uh, making progress. Where, where, where did that song come from? Oh, um, uh, you know, I don't know. I just you had, you had the, you know, the idea of um, uh, what is progress, what is, what is love, what is, you know, and it's all about, um, you know, if you're working too hard um, and, and not missing out on, on, on what really matters, that kind of stuff, and then the idea that actually, like. Um, you know, let's regress. Let's uh, let, let's go back and and, and, uh, and pause a bit. Let's uh, reassess that kind of stuff. So that's that's what it, that's what it's all about.
transatlantic flight. <laughs> yeah, that's just a. It's a, yeah, it's a story of um, a you know a flight that goes down, but like before it goes down, uh, there's a creep who's hitting on a lady on on the flight, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and then the plane goes down, and so that you know the idea is that they're, he's just gonna be hitting on her for all of eternity. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so through through no fault of her own, she's in a she's in a she's in a you know a maritime a maritime coffin being being uh, hit on by a a, a a jackass. So it's a yeah, it's 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 it sucks to be her. Somehow you made a plane crash worse. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's I think it's a funny song. And it is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I I enjoy those too. Um, but yes, uh, as far as picking your greatest hits, I, you know, now that you make now that I'm thinking about it, it would. It would it would be uh, it would be it would be tough tough to do. <laughs> All right, well you know what we'll go with uh, well you know what I'll play those back to back. It's my show. I can do that, and uh, we'll come right back here with Dick Valentine and the greatest hits of Electric Six. Thank you. 
Hey, uh, Lucy. goes right in with our Krampus uh, talk a little earlier. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Lucy, I, I'm pretty sure she was sitting there laughing and crying at the same time in the background there. I, I know I was. Hearing it from the yeah, source. Well, that's the best, I, yeah, of that one, that's the best I, um, I, I recall. Uh, it's a fun song to do live. I really, I really like doing it. <laughs> what does the crowd do? How do they react to that one? It depends on the crowd. I mean, uh, you know, if you... If we play it like on a Tuesday night in Omaha, then nobody's nobody's you know they're just there to see gay bar basically. But uh, you know if you're you know Friday night in London or or you know something like that, everybody knows that song and it, it, it gets a good reaction. Awesome. Now uh, on the website, I noticed you know, there's a tour planned in April. Um, you're not coming to Pittsburgh, I understand, but uh, you're going overseas too. Are you going to Europe? I thought I saw Sweden dates as well. That's in June. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, we're, yeah, we haven't we haven't been to Scandinavia since 2003. Wow. So, um, it's gonna be nice. Um, and then we're doing a couple festivals in the UK, and uh, it's we were meant to go to Australia, but uh, they they punted to 2023 for COVID reasons. Um, so it was gonna be a, a really um, and then I, I think the Russians too wanted us. So we were it was initially planned we were gonna be in Australia, Russia, Scandinavia, um, and and England all like all in two weeks time and. Uh, so now it's much easier, I guess. We'll take it. I'm not. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. Well, all right. Um, without further ado, let's uh, let's get into our next tune here. Uh, I don't know, Lucy. Do you have one right now? Because I was going to play down to McDonald's. Because we we did tell that story the last time he was here. Um, big fan of that song. The video is hysterical. Videos add a whole new depth <laughs> to your songs as well, of course. 
But uh, let's get into down at McDonald's, and then we'll uh, close things off here with Mr. Dick Valentine. I want to thank you for being here, of course. Valentine of Electric Six is scouring Lucy Lightner's page, if you will. 
LucyLeitner.com, right? Yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> That's uh, okay. So you're, uh, yeah, the, the pull quote from uh, David Barnett at Necro Publications. Uh, so are, are you, are you on Necro Publications, or, or you just have a, a relation, a relationship with them, or? No, I was. Um, that was my publisher from 2012, which was my first book, and then my second book out in 2021. And then, unfortunately, about three days after my second book, Outrage Level 10, came out, Dave Barnett, the owner of Necro Publications, was killed in a car crash. Oh, sorry. God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, which really sucks. He was like a, you know, kind of like a maverick indie horror publisher, been around since the early 90s. And, uh, yeah, so he, so not on Necro anymore. They, they've, you know, no one is really, I, I was always hoping someone like some of, one of the, you know, bigger name authors from that publication or from that publishing house would take it up and keep it going, but they didn't. So, yeah, I'm with, I'm with uh, Bloodbound Books now. Well, that's great. And those both, uh... Uh, I'm sorry to hear about about your friend. Uh, uh, you don't want to say that, but yeah. going back to the, uh, the original thing, where I'm just completely tuned out and don't care about anything anymore. Just at face value, you, you pull up a website and you see Necro Publications. That's <laughs> like that makes your whole day. Like yeah, I'm never, I don't know, I don't know their history or anything. It's just it's, it's nice to know that that exists. You know? Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I, that's that's just improved my mood. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. That is why I keep Lucy around. She will improve your mood. <laughs> yes and it's That's important great. it's important to know we are separated at the moment as i was with uh, other co-hosts I, I have covid right now dick um on my last day of it of quarantine uh because of the moderna i did have the booster and all that fun stuff i only had a runny nose and a, a scratchy throat for two days so i'm surviving good for you indeed indeed uh now the devil let's see here oh man I gotta tell you, uh, on the Metropolis website, uh, when they when we get into the Bride of the Devil, uh, the write up there, <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell folks that aren't familiar with Electric Six, just go read the write up that Metropolis has about Bride of the Devil, um, and explaining Electric Six. And uh, Lucy, I, 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 if you didn't read it yet, you gotta read it because it's hysterical. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with it, Dick. Um, but I gotta say, if you're gonna do a greatest hit show, sure, you could have a better one than us. However, could you have more credibility than having the source on with you as you do it? <laughs> um, I don't think so. So, um, now, uh, here's the thing, too. Uh, Dick, you, have you done a lot of interviews uh, with Zoom of late? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, over, uh, over the course of the last two years. Okay. Oh, good, good. Uh, yeah, because we used to use Skype, and we still use Skype. Zoom, uh, I don't know, goes in and out sometimes. But do you find yourself that now you have to, like, trim your nose hairs more often? No, I, n- I never, uh, I-, I don't do that. I never have. Um, Good for you. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I don't I don't really think about it. Um, the, I mean, again, it goes back to just, I'm in the unique position of, uh, I don't have to research things. I don't have to care about you anything care. yet. Yet, yet people still, people still want to um, uh, uh, get me involved. And that's great. That's the goal. It's like where you just don't even have to, you don't have to try. You don't have to think. If it all ends tomorrow, that's fine. Mm. But yet people still reach out. People still want to um, involve me in, in the band. And, um, you know, I've, I've told the booking agents, like, if you don't, if you don't want to book us anymore, that's fine. And, and yet they keep booking shows and it's just, um, there's no way to stop it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's great. It's a great situation to be in where you just don't care. Yet good things keep happening. Yeah, that's all I ever. That's all. That's all I ever wanted. I couldn't believe you. You did Tin Machines under the God, which is fantastic. I love that. Man. Oh man, that one just sticks right out. You got a little David Bowie in there. Um, Tin Machine. How did you come around that? That was just available for cover. I want to say that was uh, that was a Dave pick. Um, huh? We all picked two, and I think that I think that was his. Um, I don't. I, I know Yamo B there was Matt Tompkins. Um, 
you know, I, I picked the the Pixie song and then the Love song, and then um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't remember the the actual who contributed what, but I, I think that was Dave. Did you, did you listen to that one yet, uh, Lucy? Did you listen to uh, the Tin Machine one, Under the God? Yeah, 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 I've listened to that. I've listened to that whole album, but I mean, yeah. I'm just not familiar with the original, so that's why I didn't catch yeah. up that so many of them were covers. Check it out. It's amazing. That was an amazing find. Yeah. I was so happy to see that on there, and you guys do it amazing. I mean, uh, Dick, you are a comedic wordsmith, uh, coupled with time zaniness, if I must use that term. Um, I always ask you to interpret a song, and the one that sticks out more, and I'm just going to stick with one this time. I know I asked you earlier, but Chicken Wine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> On on how dare you? 2017's how dare you? Chicken wine. Can you explain that one? Was that just a bad uh, bottle of wine? That one. I mean, I you know what I do when I walk around all day or whatnot. And if I have <laughs> if I have lyrics or ideas like words fused together like that, I just type them into my notes in my and my iPhone, and then I'll go back and look at what I typed. And I, you know, I think uh, I think that one I had written at some point, just like uh, drinking a box of chicken wine, um, <laughs> and that was it. The song is literally about nothing. That's uh, it's it just uh, I had that lyric somehow come up and made made uh, something happen. Those two words. I mean, yeah, you, you take those two words and put them together that shouldn't be together, and somehow it just freaking works. And here we are talking about it. <laughs> well, that, that, that was the other. Uh, <laughs> that song in particular, I just want like I wanted I wanted the whole song. I wanted like an, a song where if if it if it stuck, if it ever became a big number for us, like the whole audience would be chanting beverages you know beverages beverages <laughs> <laughs> and and uh you know if we have, we're yet to play it live it, that song never really took off um but that's another example uh, when we were we were kind of doing a group uh email like what should we call this next album like what are some ideas and i i was like let's call it beverages and and uh and tate nucleus was like why, why are we calling it beverages <laughs> and i was like because it's in that song chicken wine he's like oh yeah i haven't listened to that <laughs> yeah, so, i um, love i love that it's still new they still ask you why <laughs> oh yeah yeah it's, yeah you know, like why why what why are we calling it beverages <laughs> yeah. but you know I, I, again it's, i love that and and then the uh what, he was the he was the guy um when we did uh uh the song electric six you know, yeah. I don't know what I had in mind for it, but like, you know, he listened to it. He's like, why don't we just call this song Electric Six? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. yeah, that was uh, that was great. <laughs> You're killing us. <laughs> Lucy, you taking notes? <laughs> yeah, I think we lost her there for a bit. <laughs> you got uh, if you want a greatest hit song for me, it's that it's probably that one that I, I, I every time I listen, I was like, I can't believe we did this one. I can't believe we pulled it off. Uh, I used to love doing it live. I think a couple of the guys in the band were just like, "We got to stop doing this. This is awful. <laughs> this is awful." But, yeah, uh, and so we haven't done it since. But I would do that every night if we could. <laughs> so stupid. That is so great. So chicken wine. All right, you know what? Let's put our money where our mouth is. Uh, chicken wine, folks. How dare you? There is a how dare you shirt available on the website too, folks. So if you go to electricsix.com, uh, you can you can enjoy some chicken wine too, probably. Beverages, beverages, 
was undercover for the CIA. I got blown up in my own cool way. I can't describe how good I feel today because I live in a motel drinking chicken wine. I have no love because of chicken wine. Can't stop talking about fermented beverages. Beverages. Put your mouth on all of my fermented beverages. Beverages. I mean, we could. I mean, what, you, you want to go out with chicken wine? <laughs> uh, uh, we can do one more. Okay, we'll do uh, one more. more. Yeah, okay. Lucy, you back? We're back. Yeah. We're back. We're still laughing. Oh, I need a box <laughs> of chicken wine. I had it stuck in my head. It was keeping me up at night like two weeks ago. There you go. We're going to have a box of chicken wine next time you're in studio. Okay, <laughs> hey, uh, what you got, Lucy? Talk to me. I'm going to go with my number one, Lenny Kravitz. Rock. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, and, you know, I look at... I look at that and I look at Adam Levine and, and uh, you know, songs where yeah, I, um, I don't, you know, I don't really, maybe, maybe back when I, or closer to the time I did Lenny Kravitz, I, maybe I had some sort of impassioned, uh, you know, hatred of him for, for, but I was, you know, you're much younger. That's the other thing about like when you've had a music career for a long time and you meet other musicians and you actually see what it's like to, you know, like I, I don't, Whatever, whoever I was when I wrote that song is is long past. So, you know, I have nothing but respect for literally anyone who does this for a long time. And I don't care what their music sounds like. I don't care like how you look in pictures or what. Uh, if if you if you've done music for five, ten, twenty years like he has, uh, you know, I don't, I don't you know, just that, nothing but respect at this point. Same with Adam Levine. Uh, even though like I, I take take the piss and you know, it's a. Uh, you know, that, that's the big takeaway for me is that it's it's not easy to do this and not easy to keep going. And, uh, you know, you have to deal with all kinds of external factors, internal factors to keep keep going. And, uh, you know, to, so to those two guys, uh, a lot of respect. Nickelback, too. I've, you know, I've, I've flirted with, oh, Nickelback's terrible. But, you know, <laughs> 20, 20, 25 years, man. Like, you, you can't, you know, you can't deny it. Uh, Agreed. Go ahead, Lucy. I mean, Lenny Kravitz, like, I... I probably know like three songs by Lenny Kravitz. Never had any sort of issue with him. I always liked Are You Gonna Go My Way. But it was just, it's kind of like the same thing as the Hotel Mary Chang, Chang line, where like it just happens in the middle of a song. But then this one is actually the song title, where it's just like kind of out of nowhere. Like, like, <laughs> like the music basically stops. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, uh, it, it, you know, the song's obviously about something else. I don't yeah. know what, I don't, I don't know what that something else is, but, um, I just needed something to to rhyme with, you know, with Kravitz, you know, I, and, and so, uh, you know, I went with Kravitz. Um, and that said, I've, I've never really, I've never really enjoyed his, you know, I, I haven't gone deeper than his big radio hits, but um, yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan, but at the same time, I don't want to make it sound like, like I, I like, I actually think he should burn in hell or anything like that, because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, as, as I said, anyone, anyone who's done this for a long time, I mean, you know, they, they, uh, they could do no wrong in my book. There you go. I, I'm actually, I am a Lenny Kravitz fan, not the ultimate. I have his stuff, and I'm not offended at all. I could see, I, I laughed from the moment I saw that on the back of a CD. 
Uh, and I then, just thought I just I just I'm, I don't like rock and roll at all. I, I that's the thing. It's like uh, when, when you anyone who does like the uh, guitar rocker, you know, I, this has never appealed to me ever. You know, like I, I just I'm not into cool guitar rock. I guess is the best way to put it. So um, no BTO or so he. What's that? No BTO or uh, uh, Blue think, Oyster like, Cult. He, yeah, or anything like, like Queens of the Stone Age, same thing. Like I recognize, like why, you know, why like people like them, I guess. But it's just it doesn't resonate with me. I like I like uh, kind of spastic synth <laughs> dance rock or you know stuff like that. But yeah, cool guy rock has just never never appealed to me. And so I, you know, I, I think he's in that continuum. I'm with you on that. Go ahead. How do you feel about being included in the Super Suckers history of rock and roll song? I think it's great. We're going to be doing some dates with them in, in the summer. Excellent. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing a, a co-headlining. I think that might actually be going through Pittsburgh. Oh, I'm uh, definitely going to that. We'll, like, we'll be there. I'm, yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's East Coast. I think that's that's. that's I mean, if, if not Pittsburgh, then you know, probably somewhere you can drive to. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Eddie Eddie actually filled in uh, for us in Vancouver a long time ago. Uh, we had a guitar player who couldn't go across the border, so um, so Eddie lived in seattle and he knew all the songs and we picked him up in seattle and ran through all the songs at soundcheck and he was our guitar player for a night oh that's awesome yep that was pretty cool that's I, really cool that's gonna be that's gonna be a really fun tour i look forward to it i'll definitely catch it someplace when oh uh, yeah I, I mean yeah i mean it's, it's it's gonna be great and everything eddie's been through recently i mean it's just, it's just amazing to to have him around honestly so it's uh it, it'll be cool yeah, back yeah, to awesome. the uh, Lenny Kravitz thing. I don't think uh, Lucy and I have interacted without saying, I don't like Lenny Kravitz. We, we haven't interacted yet without saying that once. Uh, it just kind of sticks in there. Um, I had tickets to see you at the Craft House in Pittsburgh. I guess that was two years ago. Um, and that Craft was, House was, that was this year. That was this year? That we was this year. this year. Yeah, yeah I didn't uh, make it. Just uh, well, the quarantine thing hit me. But uh, yeah, no, we uh, we we were, it was the last show of the tour. Uh, we had a midnight, we had a midnight run back to Detroit, um, and we were looking to get off the stage asap. It was one of those. It was a total phoner. It was just like <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah, it was like we, we were just like uh, you know, like shaving songs. <laughs> like let's get the fuck out of here. So yeah, you, 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 didn't, you didn't miss much. <laughs> good, good to know. Good to know. Because yeah. yeah, next time you're in yeah. town, man, we would definitely want to meet you guys again and uh, see you. I miss rock and roll. I know you don't like rock and roll now, but <laughs> um, no, no, not at all. I totally enjoyed your uh, live from quarantine. Uh, just what I needed. That video is on the out there too on YouTube's. Very cool. Um, Thanks. And. Uh, what else here, man? I mean, what's next for you guys? You're going to be touring. You said you're getting an album together. Are we a year away from this album? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's it's almost done. As, as far as when it, when it will get released, that's another thing. And then okay. we're booked solid through a lot of 2022 at this point. So that's all I know. It's all it's ever been. Honestly, we never like mm-hmm. we never mapped out a 18 uh, year plan. I mean, it was always like six months at a time, and it just it just kept going. Will there be more? Uh, I want to thank you for bringing back the uh, funked up '80s vibes that you get with that "Sex with Somebody" song. Uh, clearly, had an electric six cry for help in that song. Um. Uh, uh, no, I mean that, that, that one is just what you see is what you get. I mean, it's like I, you know, I you know, always wanted to do an R&B song. Where it's like, <laughs> I want I want to have sex with somebody, anybody who. Has sex with me. <laughs> and uh, you know. Uh, Tompkins, Matt Tompkins wrote that music and it was like perfect for, for the lyrics I had written. So uh, it worked out. <laughs> well, listen, I can't thank you anymore for doing this and I, I'll, I'll bother you even less. How about that? Um, oh, no, I appreciate it. You're not the only one, man. It's, it's uh, <laughs> you know, that's the thing about Facebook is uh, people have access and, uh, uh, you know, so, you know, I, I, I appreciate everything you do and uh, uh, don't, don't mean to. 
don't mean to <laughs> nah. sound that like I, I don't want to be here. It's just uh, you know, I, I, I definitely do have other things I could be doing. Relax, it's okay. It's okay. You know what? Just give me your email address, and then I won't bother you anymore. Uh, or no, better, you, you know what? No. Right, right. How about that? No, no, no. What? You, I'll yeah. leave you alone. How about a year? I'll leave you alone. How does that work? Okay. Yeah, unless we unless we play Pittsburgh, then, then uh, we'll see you there. <laughs> you might, yeah, you might actually. I might hit you up. I'll, I'll bring Lucy with me, so she can even okay, the blow. Well, best, best of luck to both of you. I appreciate yeah, it. All right, so all right, yeah, Dick. Okay. Hey, have a good day. Thank, thank you. Thanks for doing bye this. Bye. Talk to you bye uh, bye. in the near future. Bye. bye. <laughs> Take care. Right, take care. Right, folks so if you love punk rock disco improper dancing if you love looney tune lyrics infused with intelligent riffs and offensively true sing-alongs the electric six is for you <laughs> i can't put it any other way um lucy you still with me 
Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, <laughs> maybe you went up in smoke as well. Um, <laughs> I, I had a problem too with uh, Senior Smoke. I have two favorites on there, so I just ixnated all together. I was going to go with um, uh, Danceathon 2005 or uh, Boy or Girl. I like both those songs, so I couldn't decide. I just let it go. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was I, I had I had a bunch of other ones. That was my issue with um, with Bride of the Devil. Yeah. Because I have like three three songs on there that I really like, and then I thought, oh, okay, I'm I'm just gonna go elsewhere. <laughs> Different albums, too many on that one. Well, not a problem because we have time for you to go ahead and name one more if you'd like. I I always love I love Safety Girl. <laughs> Safety Girl, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what does that song mean to you? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we didn't get to ask him, and I can't ask him for a year. <laughs> We go back and forth a lot, and uh, when he when time opens up, he, he lets me in. But it's kind of like you know, like the you know, he whips me back to my cage, like please, please, sir, you've got to stop. But <laughs> but it's contagious. I know because I hear you laughing. It's like you know, you, you want more, and in small doses, it's probably safer. <laughs> it's, it's what I it's it's what I appreciate so much about them because like I mean, there's just there are a few bands that have such a, a great sense of humor, but with all their songs as well that you'll just notice these things you usually don't start laughing in the middle of a song that you really like <laughs> yes i've done it like at a live show of theirs i just you know, and I, I miss half the song <laughs> i i i was there when he he actually like during the showtime thing i don't know why, i i, I should have elaborated but he came out wearing his cape and it said showtime on the back he drops it and they they broke into i believe down at mcdonald's was the opening song after showtime <laughs> and um he starts doing push-ups like halfway through the set. He's like doing push-ups on stage. Literally. He just starts doing push-ups. He's like working out. And I, I turned to this girl next to me, a friend of mine, Becky. And I was just like, uh, I was like, what is he doing? And, and she was not there for the band that day. She was actually annoyed because her boyfriend really likes them. And she turned to me. She goes, it's so hot. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I, I still, to this day, I have to ask her to elaborate on that. Like, why did you say that someone you don't, you know, you're not here for the band? He's the lead singer is doing push ups on stage, and that's hot to you. Okay. I just let it go. Someday I will get an answer on that one. And I should have, yeah, he probably would have said it was hot too. I don't know. I, if I had asked him. All right, let's play Safety Girl, and then we'll wrap things up here on our Electric Sixth Greatest, greatest Hits show. You guys are getting a lot of bang for your buck on this one. All right. Talk to you in a bit.
Dick Valentine has left the building, but <laughs> his sounds just kind of just move on. I mean, they, they go on around. They resonate throughout my house all the time. I don't know about you, Lucy. Um, like, I play Electric Six a lot, but I never know, like, which album to put on because they, they're all great. Yeah. Yeah, I come on shuffle a lot. Like, I'm just on, on my phone. I have a, you know, I have a home home. I don't have any actual CDs. I think, no, I don't. I, ha I have, I still exterminate everything, but everything else I have, I bought digitally. Right. So, um, I just put it all, I have it on my phone. I have a little wireless Bluetooth speaker, and I just play them on shuffle. There you go. That's, yeah, that, well, I, I do have a lot of the CDs, and I have a few of them signed, too. I always bought them when I would go to the shows. I even have a few shirts, too. Um, I really hope they come back to Pittsburgh soon. Uh, I kind of need that. That'd be great for, like, the greatest back to going to see shows, show to see, you know? I would love to. Yeah, I hope that they do, especially with the Super Suckers. I love them as well. That would be a fantastic show. That's huge. They, that, that'll sell out everywhere. I mean, yeah. I, no doubt in my mind that it will. Uh, yes, we will definitely go to that, and I'll even drag my uh, Captain Sexy, who is not here, folks, um, because I have COVID. So, um, and I, <laughs> it happens. I'm on the tail end of it. Everything's good, functioning, and I, I was doing this through the whole uh, quarantine anyway. Um, anyway, folks, if you want to hit us up, go to the Facebook page sometimes. Give us a like. We could use it. Uh, Kettle Whistle Radio on Facebook. And if you go to www.fairlydarkproductions.com, all 258 episodes, sort of 262-ish now, are all there. You can go back and make fun of us all you want. And uh, I've got my books there. If you guys are into horror, Dwelling in the Dark is a compilation of horror stories, 11 short stories that will all kind of go together, but they can also go apart. Uh, you could also buy my first book was um, uh, The Fall of Tomorrow, which is a, a demon apocalypse happening in Pittsburgh, Jersey, Ohio, tri-state area, West Virginia, if you want to call it that. Um, and it just goes on, and, it, and that became a comic book now, Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, which is at burningbulbpublishing.com or burningbulbpublishing.com. Dr. Peeler, Demon Psychiatrist, he feeds off people's negativity as well some of you may have had a psychiatrist like this you see their eyes roll over and they're basically using you for your negativity he is a demon and uh we'll just leave it at that and i'm at fairly dark on twitter i don't use it too much but i'm starting to use it more instagram kettle whistle radio and that's the end of my mouthful lucy where are you uh, where do you want people to go um my instagram it is at lucy.lightner uh, that's probably my favorite my favorite channel to be on. Um, so yeah, at, at Lucy on Instagram. There you go. And what about your books? Can they all be found in one place or all over the place? Uh, I'm really not good at updating my website, so <laughs> I so that's Instagram. I have that like a LinkedIn profile where it has all the links, and those I update all the time. So that's probably the best one. That's the most organized. Oh. So that, that link tree in my Instagram profile. All right. And iHeartRadio folks, welcome and thanks for listening. I should have welcomed you in the beginning. I did not. <laughs> but you are welcome. Um, and like I saw, I told folks, even before iHeartRadio, Lucy, we were averaging between 2,800 and 3,500 downloads and, and listens daily. And then I guess that's why iHeartRadio picked us up. So, you, yeah, right. So you folks listening, uh, you're not alone uh, when you're wherever you're listening whether you're in bed or on the bus or in the dark on the couch because your wife threw you out of the bedroom, 
we're there for you. <laughs> we are there for you. And I've been there myself. So um, in closing, I have one more I'm going to play. And um, I'm not sure what's up for us next. We've got some upcoming shows scheduled and they're in disarray, meaning there's four different ones revolving, evolving, and we don't know which one will be next. So I can't tell you what's next. But Lucy, thank you as always for being here. You are a great co-host and we hope to have you back again. What did you think about Mr. Dick Valentine? He, like, I, I just, I loved his reactions to yes. all of our picks and everything. It was, it was very genuine. He, he's probably one of the greatest interviews you can ever get, and that's why he limits yeah, his interviews. Absolutely. He, he limits his interviews. He really does. Yeah, um, yeah definitely a great interview. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing these behind-the-scenes things. Honestly, like, I didn't get half of it, what, you know, Big Red Arthur was the setting in England. Like, I didn't even see that. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on there. <laughs> I'm laughing again. All right. Um, and uh, as always, uh, thanks for listening, folks. And uh, we'll be back again uh, in a couple of weeks with another one for you. I hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, hit up Electric 6 on their site and hit us up on Facebook or wherever the heck you want to, Instagram. Uh, as always, for, uh, thanks for listening and uh, hope to maybe meet some of you someday. All right. Take care. God bless. Good luck.
Society 13, Redefining Podcasting. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. 
This is Unapologetically Fab, an Electric Cat production. See you there. Electric acid. Electric acid.